Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Recording. Recording. At least we hope so. Yeah, I mean, we think so, guys. This is going to be by the grace of Jesus Christ Himself. If we get this, oh, we've been having issues. Anyways, welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. There's a car mm. going off in the background. Going off. Okay. We're two black ass girls. <laughs> And made the whitest show on earth. The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. I'm Natasha. And I just <laughs> live from Harlem. Listen, happy fucking... Black History Month. Happy everybody. Black History Month, y'all. I'm gonna need somebody to black to come and turn this car off real quick. <laughs> Please. In the name of Frederick Douglass, can we can we not do this right now? Oh, Freddie. Is this still just gonna go off? I think so. So we're back, guys. We had to pause for a second so we yep. that car could shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we just finished watching um, the Vietnam episode. They're in Vietnam yeah. now. I'm so jealous. So jealous. Vietnam is literally my dream. Yeah. If people ever ask, like, where in the world do you want to travel? Usually the place I say is Vietnam. Yeah. I love Southeast Asia. I've been to Thailand. Thailand's great and all, but... I've been in love with Vietnam ever since contemporary history class, senior year of high school, Whoa. where we learned all about the Vietnam War, which is not, I mean, yeah, the way to fall in love. Vacation <laughs> not really, but <laughs> since then, I've always been fascinated with Vietnam okay and how it's become now this like vacation beautiful mm-hmm. destination given like the such rich history it has particularly a very yeah. contentious history with the united mm-hmm. states of america mm-hmm. um so i'm glad that they were featuring it and so excited just made me want to go even more yeah me too um me anyways too. interesting episode mm-hmm. kind of a gloomy grim episode <laughs> I was cringing the whole time. Cringing and kind of sad. Really sad. Really sad that like a lot of my predictions are coming true. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. So go into what are your initial thoughts? Okay. So I think it's very interesting that Colton is having the exact same talk with multiple people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which talk is this? The talk of like... Like, he had three girls in a row mm. say to him, like, I'm scared. Yeah. 
and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I don't remember this from Ari's season. Mm. I just I just don't remember these girls being so desperate for this man to open up in Ari's season. Mm. I feel like it wasn't this bad. First of all, two women have not sent themselves home. I have not seen that before. <laughs> yeah, ever. So Colton, my brother, that you got to do something about this. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight's episode was a slaughter. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'm really sad that Demi is gone. I feel like it's gonna be boring without her here. Yeah. And quips and comments. I know. I'm so sad. My girl Demi, yo, she turned it yeah. up. Now she's gone. What the hell are we gonna mm-hmm. do? <laughs> yep. I was really looking forward to that hometown <laughs> yes. for multiple reasons. I, I wanted to see what the mom was like, but I wanted to see how she was different now that the mom is back. Yeah, like Demi, at-home Demi who's not playing up in front of the cameras and shit. Like, what is that, Demi? Yeah. What is that like? And how does she change? How does she feel with her mom being out? What's her mom doing now that she's out? Like, so I was really sad about that. But what are your initial thoughts, friend? So, first off, Colton was not making any moves this episode. Zero. So, (laughs) that that sound clip, you ain't gonna hear that this week. (laughs) That's for sure. Colton just clearly is not ready for marriage. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's not. He's here looking for a girlfriend Mm -hmm. because he's clearly he's looking for someone he can have fun with, who he can laugh Mm -hmm. with, go on adventures with. That's not like a wife, I feel like. No. He keeps saying wife and he really doesn't sound sure. No, it doesn't sound sure. and It doesn't (laughs) sound like he's actually looking for a wife. A wife is someone who can hold conversations. <laughs> someone who you can build a deep emotional connection with mm-hmm, someone who's going mm-hmm. to challenge you mm-hmm. like but he keeps i mean the whole league of 22 year old blondes that just keep making it to every episode mm-hmm. you're looking for a girlfriend something pretty that can be on your arm and you can go to red carpet events and cute yeah. make cute instagram photos but like <laughs> That's not a wife, as Sydney mm-hmm. put it, and I appreciate Sydney because she really broke it all the way down. Yeah, she did on this episode, and yeah, I don't know. It's just it's the same. It's kind of the same old, same old. That we're watching mm-hmm. each season. I mean, each episode. Yeah, definitely each. It's definitely Groundhog Day. Yes. <laughs> this this season. Yeah. The, it's getting weird. Yeah, the group dates are getting the same. The girls, mm-hmm. like I said, the league of 22-year-old blondes who yeah. have nothing interesting to say. There's like four of them left. They all blend together. They're yeah, not I saying much. going by now. They're all still here. Like <laughs> You would think by now he'd yeah. trim the fat, but they are literally Boring. all still here. <laughs> we are learning nothing about any of them. No. They're still not impressing me. Nope. And the girls of substance, sorry, the women of substance are literally sending themselves home <laughs> because they cannot take this anymore. <laughs> I can't. Oh I'm ready for the episode where he jumps the fence. Just put that out there. Oh, so ready. I thought it was tonight, but it's next so week. So did I from what he tweeted, but. I know, lies. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are my initial thoughts. Nice. Um, shout out to Cardi B. Real quick, sorry. <gasps> Shout out to Cardi B, she's first, the first female rapper. Yes, first solo woman yeah. to win for best rap album. So proud of her. Yeah. I just love her to death. Me too. Um, so shout out to her. Happy Black History Month. Did you Month. see her performance? No, I'm still behind. I haven't seen oh, anything. I just saw the clip man. a while ago of her acceptance speech. 
everything. It was the best performance of the night, yeah. Oh, sure. sure. I'm going to watch that mm-hmm. as soon as we finish this. Yep. Can't wait. Um, all right. As we always say, rate, review, subscribe. Appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. We don't ask for anything, but please rate us and write mm-hmm. us a nice little review. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for your own convenience, subscribe. So you get a notification when we post new episodes and you don't tweet us every five seconds asking when the new episode is coming. <laughs> <laughs> you subscribe and you get the notification. Yeah, How about that? Just get it. See how yeah. that works? Um, we are on Twitter. We live tweet. It's a good time. Our mm-hmm. handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one rose. We also have email, the number two, black girls, the number one, rose at gmail.com. You can email us and we shout you out every week. Mm-hmm. And we're on Instagram. If you are listening to us mm-hmm. right now, screenshot your whatever the hell you're listening to us on. Tag us in your Instagram story. We always repost it to our own Instagram story. I also love when people tag or like show themselves videos we live for those videos yeah. we've had people send us videos of their kids like literal babies crawling Which, you guys <laughs> I, don't blame us when your kid says nigga at school <laughs> <laughs> somebody sent us last week it was so cute it was this little kid he was like crawling under the table and the mom was yes. listening to us like i guess on speaker and i definitely dropped the f-bomb and the kid is like <laughs> crawling under the table and i'm like oh my god this is terrible slash i love this oh yeah love it so tag us in your story show your face we love it wave to us tell us what you Mm -hmm. think um and we obviously repost it or if you don't want us to repost it that's fine you can send us a little private video i'll take that too Mm -hmm. um and what else i wanted to say merch we got merch keep shouting out the merch my mug gets used every day okay every day our merch is on teespring, T-E-E spring.com slash two black girls, one rose. Yay. So before we get into the recap, you know, Justine has some beautiful oh, church, some announcements. church announcements. So whip out your program. <laughs> Let's go to church. So, well, we had some love in the inbox this week. Thank you guys so much. Shout out to Beth and Megan, two new emailers this week. Um, and Beth was shout us out and was part of uh lesbian bachelor nation as well so shout out to you guys yes love it love it (laughs) um and then we got a couple of emails from julia and chandra about biola biola university biola university which was the college that both heather and cassie went to which totally explains their backstories for the show Mm -hmm. Um, and we got that in our inbox and also in the um, Instagram DMs heavy Yeah, we got that message it's a private evangelical Christian college Mm -hmm. where you gotta sign a contract that says you won't have sex or drink Right. hence why Heather has never been kissed Mm -hmm. and why Cassie had that whole confusing conversation about not being a virgin (laughs) Here's the context. Now we get it. Yep. And why Heather dated someone for eight months and didn't kiss them. Exactly. They Now this makes sense. Right. Bachelor got these girls looking nuts. The way they edited these two girls got them looking straight nuts because they refused to have a conversation just to mention religion or just to mention I went to a private Christian college and these are my values and why I haven't kissed anybody. Mm -hmm. Instead, Mm -hmm. they got Heather out here looking crazy. And Cassie confusing the hell out of everybody because they did not want to give us this context. So that's yeah. the context, y'all, for those who didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
That's it. You got any news for us this week? I do have a little Bachelor Ooh. Nation news, teeny tiny. So baby Becca, Becca Martinez, oh my God. gave birth. She finally. had her baby. Yes, beautiful baby. Oh my God, her baby looks like it's face tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Her baby oh my is God. so gorgeous. Really gorgeous. And I don't even be saying that because I think most babies look ugly. Yeah. But that baby is beautiful. Yeah. Be- beautiful baby girl. Her name is Ruth Ray Della Lut- What? Listen, her name is a lot. Ruth Ray Della Lutz <laughs> Leonard, a.k.a. Ruthie Ray is her like little yeah. nickname. Mm-hmm. Becca gave a, she did a water birth. I know. I saw. I really want one What? Too. I knew bitch she was going to say that. <laughs> me looking at your face <laughs> justine you guys it's like she's been wanting to be a mother for forever she has that maternal itch i'm on the other spectrum i want kids just not anytime soon and what is a water birth why do you want one what is this you blow it up and you put it in the middle of the kitchen okay Ew. and you sit there and nude pretty much mm-hmm. and you have like a couple of people holding your back and you're just sitting there pushing and then you push the baby out into the body. The baby's born in water. Why, though? Because it's better for the baby to not have as much, like, medication in your body. Okay. Um, and it's more comfortable for the mom to be sitting in water versus to be, obviously, like, in any other surface. Like, even on the bed. Yeah. It's even, like, better than that. And it's a full natural birth, so she's not getting any medication. No, no oh, medication hell at all. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the same for me. <laughs> and then I feel like I've seen videos where the husband's like in the water too. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's God. a lot. That's doing the most. I would never. Because there's so much uh, fluid coming out of you. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it takes a lot of fluid to make a baby. It Can't does. Lie. But it does. still, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Becca. Shout out to Becca. Becca. I know she, (laughs) posting the pictures of the water birth, definitely had women thinking and, you know, starting to research what is this water birth thing. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, shout out to whatever the name of the place is that she tagged. I'm sure they're getting some inquiries now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And free the nipple. Free the nipple because their titties were all out here. All out. Yep. (laughs) Love it. Um, So that was that other teeny tiny piece of news. Robert Mills. He's an ABC executive who, mm-hmm. um, like, produces The Bachelor, also follows us on Twitter. So shout out to... Mm. Hey, Bobby. To Robert. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> gave an interview to E.T. Online saying that Colton's finale is going to be nuts. Now, I know they say this all the time. It's going to be, done. like, the most dramatic, the most <laughs> this, the whatever, whatever. He said, quote, but this finale, to me, goes in the pantheon of strange, along with Ari... Jason Mesnix, Juan Pablo, Brad Womack. This one's crazy. Everyone would be talking about it. What the fuck is about to happen in Colton's <laughs> finale? He just named like the four craziest uh, Bachelor finales. Ari yeah. with the switcheroo. Jason yeah. Mesnick with the switcheroo. Juan Pablo, who would not say I love you. <laughs> was, like, <laughs> you're okay. You're okay. I mean, I guess I'll take you. I guess. And then Brad Womack, who chose nobody. So what yeah. is Colton about to do? I think Colton's about to choose nobody. You think so? I did. I think so. I know they previewed him with that little ring box. I think that ring box is going to be a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
And I don't think he's, I think he's just going to be like, fine. And then maybe the girl's going to be like, but you said you're ready for marriage. And then go into the, the Subaru and leave. Oh my God. And he'll be left there brokenhearted. That could happen. Hopefully. That could mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Or I wonder if the two girls that are left, he's going to realize are not the two and he's going to want somebody else that he said, home back. They're going to fly in. Like, Yo, Elise. I know. They're going to fly in Elise <laughs> like five episodes back. <laughs> and the two his final two he doesn't pick either of them can you imagine yeah yeah oh man so yeah i was like i'm just so stuck on <laughs> sydney <Like>. yeah <laughs> someone we like yeah sydney or someone completely random i don't know yeah um but yeah can't wait to see i mean i know they they hype up the finale but when he threw out those names and said colton's in that mm-hmm. same boat i don't know i think we might have a good finale on our hands so yeah. we will have to see um but are we ready for the recap ready let's dig on in so we pick back up in thailand Mm -hmm. after colton storms away from nicole and onyeka Mm -hmm. and they're two dumbasses just fighting (laughs) nicole says you know onyeka's actions have jeopardized my relationship with colton bitch your own actions have jeopardized yeah what onyeka started (laughs) it but you finished it you finished Mm -hmm. the jeopardy of your Mm -hmm. own relationship so Anyeka, she immediately goes back to the girls and asks them, like, has any of you, do any of you think I've bullied you? And they all are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> saying no truthfully or saying no because they're scared that she might bully them. Like, yeah, that's, could she's, be, yeah. Could be either one. Um, Nicole returns. She's crying and still protesting that Anyeka has bullied her. Mm-hmm. Um, Demi said it best when she said, Nicole and Anyeka have dug their own graves. Yep. Which is, yep, exactly true. Mm-hmm. So we go into the rose ceremony. Two girls are going home. First rose goes <laughs> I to... I wonder who. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> who. <laughs> First rose went to Kaylin. Mm-hmm. Then Tasia. Then he called Kirpa, and I was like, oh, shit! Kirpa's still here! <laughs> I thought about that, too. With her shocked. Band-Aid on her chin. Band-Aid still like, wow. on the chin. Still haven't heard She's not still... a lick of shit out of her mouth. Nope. I don't even know what her voice sounds like. But she got the third rose of the night. I'm like, okay. Roses, roses, roses. Last rose went to Sydney. Obviously, going home is Onyeka and Nicole. See you, never bitches, bye. See you, maybe in paradise? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Onyeka for sure. Yeah. Nicole. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, the next day, we're off to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Looks beautiful. Colton is, you know, walking out the ocean. Vlogging. Vlogging. This kills me every single time. Evan is YouTube vlogs. Vlogging. Yeah. I like that they're trying, you know, they're trying. I like that they're trying to. And trying. I thought that was a really, uh, it's like the most genuine they could do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that's, good. What's, mm-hmm. they're, yeah, they're trying. <laughs> Just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ladies arrive at their new resort. Um, and they remind us that it's two weeks until hometowns. <laughs> that like, shocked me. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot. I forgot that we're even going to hometowns. <laughs> when you're in the middle of this, like you forget what the end what is like. What the you know end what is like. like. Yeah. <laughs> also, cause it just, all of this feels like play play. Like I can't believe that yeah. he's actually going to re- introduce anybody <laughs> or we're going to meet anybody's parents. Like who cares? These girls are so babies. Like, oh my God. So hometowns is still a thing. It's happening mm-hmm. in two weeks. 
Um, we also are reminded how there's several girls who still have still haven't had a one on one. One on one. We have mm-hmm. Katie, cute black girl, um, mm-hmm. who's a dancer. Sydney, also dancer, NBA Knicks mm-hmm. dancer, and Demi. Demi also hasn't had a date rose or ha- yeah. not date rose, a one on one date. A one on one. Um, and Kirpa, and so they're all just like super anxious, bugging, yeah. bugging the fuck out. And date card arrives, and it's a one-on-one date for Hannah G. So, as mm. you put on Twitter, Justine, <laughs> there are literally 95 women of color left in the house who have not gone on a date. Who gets the one-on-one? Another blonde 12-year-old, Hannah G. <laughs> Big, AKA Big Eyes. Yeah. Finally learned her name. Um, so she gets the one-on-one date. I will say she looks super cute. I loved her dress. Yeah, she did. It was she a cute, cute, like, one-on-one dress. Like, short, mm-hmm. flowy, you know, cute, pink and white, low-cut. Yeah, like vacation. Like a very vacation thing. breezy dress. I loved it. Yeah. <clears throat> she, to me, with her big-ass eyes, she looks like a Bratz doll. Yes. Yeah, she has this, a very extreme look, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. She's, like, very thin. She's yeah, she's very, very petite. Mm-hmm. She has very big eyes. She Huge. has very small features. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the rest of her face is really, really tiny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are really into that now. This, like, very exaggerated look on people. Mm-hmm. Which is why she's so popular on Instagram. Yeah, she has a ton of Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She's cute, I guess, yeah. The other day, my coworker said, that she saw her in a regular advertisement like not even an advertisement on her instagram mm-hmm. like an advertisement on someone else's instagram what for what i was like damn had up for some clothing line i'm like damn oh, okay. gonna get your coins you out here modeling mm-hmm. that's good good for her mm-hmm. so for their date they arrive at this spa and they do like couples facials they do like this whole banana leaf like body treatment thing um colton is basically just talking about how hot she is how he's into their physical connection and then we get this long ass montage of them making out on the massage (laughs) table making out in the mud bath making out Mm. in the shower just making out all over the place everywhere everywhere um back at the house caitlin miss north carolina and cassie Mm -hmm. are talking about how hannah g basically has no depth (laughs) and they can't figure her out and caitlin literally said the words no depth like that ain't even me yeah she said no depth she did and they they're basically saying like beyond her looks and their physical connection with colton they can't really figure out like what's like they can't really figure her out or like what's going on Mm -hmm. between them and i thought it was interesting that caitlin said that hannah has relied in her life on her looks oh she said that and I, yes and i was like first of all girl that's rich coming from you because you miss north carolina right <laughs> what <laughs> what <laughs> like being a beauty queen is obviously much more than your looks yeah. but if people don't like how you look you're not gonna get there no exactly so you literally also rely on your looks oh shit i totally missed that this girl's what? out here being shady boots. Shady boots. Shady boots. Still love Kayla, though. I can't lie. I know. Love <laughs> Kayla to death. Hope she makes it to the top three at <laughs> Me least. Too, final, final two. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, time for the nighttime portion of Hannah G's date. 
Colton says, my connection with Hannah is so natural, I feel very good. <laughs> I can't. That's what we're getting. That's all we got. He says, I want to walk away from today knowing why she is the way she is. So. What way is that? <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? Anyway, no let's idea. just keep going. Right. Oh, my Lord. So he says, um, or she says, you know, opening up is not really her, my thing. Um, since she's been, and she's been this way since her parents divorce and says that mm -hmm. she kind of like shuts down she doesn't even remember her parents telling her that they were getting a divorce because she just kind of like turned off the whole thing then she says like i really want to share i want to share a story and she's like it's kind of a lame story but you know i'll share it anyways the story was lame i'm sorry <laughs> it was lame i thought it was a weird story i thought it was weird that she prefaced that she had no memory and then had this like very elaborate memory Right. <laughs> that's what I thought it would. That's what made it whack. Oh, like, that's interesting. She's like, I don't remember yeah. the divorce. Let me tell you this very detailed story about the divorce. <laughs> Let me tell you the moment I realized that my parents were divorced. Yeah. Like, what? Anyway, whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay, girl. All right, Hannah. It reminded me of Leo's story from Becca's <gasps> season. <laughs> no, there was nothing. Leo literally story. was causing problems <laughs> with him and his daddy. Knowing damn well he had the picture-perfect father-son relationship and just made up a lie. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Hannah G tells a story about how she said her dad, like, really loves his yard and, you know, cuts it three times a day. And she has this very vivid memory of her mom. I guess they were in a fight or something. Her mom, like, driving over the yard and, like, seeing the devastation in her dad's face. And she said, that's when I knew that we weren't a family anymore. Mm -hmm. and so you know her little sob story so colton can relate because his parents too are divorced and for him he was saying he never really knew why they divorced any talk of like divorce or any any anytime like one parent was talking about the other parent he would like leave the conversation he just like didn't want to know too much mm -hmm. um and so so yeah he like was able to like commiserate with her because they both come from like divorced families or whatever yeah which i think i've said on the show before but i really don't like it when people exclusively commiserate about things that they haven't grown from so mm -hmm. if you have this sob story and you haven't grown from anything that's not a reason to keep you around in my head right if mm -hmm. i was the bachelorette i would mm -hmm. not want someone to tell me a terrible story and then they don't say how they've become a better person it just seems like yeah. she used it as something just just relate to him and seem how seem maybe different or stand out, but mm -hmm. not to see how she's like Hannah G. Is this G? Right, this is G. G. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's why I said her story was lame. Not to like clown her and her like hurt and pain from her divorced parents, yeah, but like, right. why do they always have to come with some sad sob story from some memory from when they're eight years old? Like, why? Why can't yeah. she tell something more, like, timely to who she is today or, like, give some mm -hmm. perspective? And so who is Hannah G., this 23-year-old woman? Like, why does the story always have to be some sob story to kind of show another side of you? Why does it have to be something sad? Can't they just yeah. provide, I don't know, provide context in other ways? Talk about your family, right. your friends? Um, I mean, sure, yeah, you want to talk about stories and experiences that, like, have affected you. But I feel like they always come for the sob story hook, and I'm just, like, mm -hmm. over it. <laughs> You know, there's more ways to relate to somebody. 
Yeah, you know who I don't think had one was Becca M. I feel like Becca M didn't really have like a sob story situation. A sob story. Yeah, not really. She kind of I think she rode out on her personality. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Always and asking Mari like good ass questions. Uh-huh. Yep, and she didn't yeah. really have like a career, and mm-hmm. she had a pixie haircut, and like that was it. Right. She had a lot and, going like, for her more than these girls. Yeah. 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 She did. You're right. Yeah. So, anyways, after Hannah G tells her story, she gets obviously she gets the date rose. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take much. To obviously, but like not. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, be blonde, and yeah. have little depth to you, and he's you know, <laughs> right there on your team. <laughs> so they leave the table. They go and dance and kiss in front of this like live uh, Vietnamese band. I guess. Did you feel it? I felt it and knew in my bachelor chakra that they would have some <laughs> double doors opening. I knew it. I, I knew I it. I didn't even notice the double doors. Mm-hmm. There were double doors. Uh, they they were guess, yeah. little swinging doors, or maybe they were two palm leaves. I don't know. <laughs> two palm leaves. They were, they were but they had, oh my God. With a little band playing. A little band. At least it wasn't a lot, like a lame Instagram. That's no what name. As, as soon as I saw it, I was like, if they have a Vietnamese country singer. No. <laughs> or if Tennille Arts pops up again, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh my god, Florida, <laughs> Oh my god, I turned uh-uh. my TV off. No, no way. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Nah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, they dance and kiss and have a grand old time. And Colton says, "I can definitely say I'm falling in love with Hannah," which I don't. That was one of the most boring one-on-one dates probably ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what he's falling in love with. What do you thought? They made out. Mm-hmm. They had a bonding moment over divorce and then they made out some more like yep what else i didn't get much else from her i didn't get much Mm-mm. else about their strong connection like what are you falling in love with i'm so perplexed <laughs> no Mm-mm. i think he falls in love with like the ease of these women so any mm. woman that seems like it's really not easy a challenge to be around them or they like open up real quick but they like preface it by saying they're only opening up with him um <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know what right. i mean they're like it's making it real easy game. for him yeah so yeah. Hey, well, mm-hmm. back at the house these bitches are hungry for a one-on-one date <laughs> my god you have sydney katie kirpa and demi who all have not been on one-on-one dates mm-hmm. so they are just like feeding sitting on the edge of their seats so another date card arrives, and it's for a group date. And everyone's name is on the card except for Kirpa. Yay! Kirpa's getting the one-on-one. Shout out to Kirpa, who we literally have never seen even talk yeah. with Colton. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what her voice here. sounded like before this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about her connection with Colton. Like, nada. They couldn't even finally, tell us why there was a Band-Aid on her chin. We didn't even get the explanation <laughs> for the Band-Aid. Shit. They don't give Kirpin no play. <laughs> Nothing. It's crazy. So I'm excited to see the one-on-one date, finally. Mm. So Kirpin's all excited. She got her one-on-one date. Meanwhile, the rest of these girls are crying left, right, and center. <laughs> Sydney's pissed. She's in a corner balling. 
Demi is crying her little. She looked like a straight elementary school like student with her cry face. She's oh younger looking and younger. Crying with a heart like in her locker. Mm-hmm. Like oh my god. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So she crying. She ain't get a date. Katie. She not even crying. She just look pissed. I oh, yeah. Like yeah. here we go again. Another group mm-hmm. date. So it's time for the group date. Demi says she's going on her sixth group date and she's <laughs> fucking over it. <laughs> if you have not been on a one-on-one date at this point, you literally don't even know who Colton is. <laughs> no, it's like you're Nor texting does he know and talking you with someone and like you see them at like the cafe and then they propose to you six weeks later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like the guy you met in college. You like you barely yeah. acknowledge each other in person, but you text all the time. All the time. And then within two weeks, he's like asking you to send me and you like don't even know each other. Yeah. And you, mm-hmm. you have to introduce him to your parents. Right. <laughs> so it sucks. Like I hear Demi going on these date, you know, group yeah. date after group date. Like you can't even form any real bond with him because you don't get that one-on-one crucial time. So anyways, the girls, they leave for their date. They arrive in this park and Colton is like fake fighting these two Vietnamese men. And the girls learn that they are going, the girls find out that they're going to learn Vovinop, which mm-hmm. is like a mixed martial arts. And so they kind of learn some moves and of course, cause they have to turn everything into a competition. They pair the girls off and now they must fight in front of each other. And Chris mm. Harrison has appeared um, as well as this really hot guy who is the host of bachelor Vietnam. Mm, Shout out to you guys. Mm-hmm. Can we swap him out or swap out Chris Please. Harrison and <laughs> bring Look, boy in? Looking like an old coach bag, Chris Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to bachelor vietnam that was the season with the two women who were like fuck the bachelor we just gonna fall in love with each other <laughs> and go live our beautiful lesbian life and they left the show and they still are still together, together right? to this day mm-hmm. yep um so yeah the girls are paired off to fight heather and sydney go first heather is just high-pitched screeching the entire time <laughs> Then we have Demi versus Katie. Now, mm. keep in mind, neither one of these girls have had a one-on-one date. They mm-hmm. are pissed that they are on their sixth group date. They yeah. just have a lot of pent-up anger. They um, do. And they were putting on their gear and, like, padding and stuff, looking like they was both about to go into a war. Yeah. Because both of them like uh, Colton a little bit more than I think Sydney did. Um. Yeah, I could see that. Katie... You know. Katie got one of the first kisses on the night, on the mm-hmm. day, night one. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, they really had some connection there and really, you know, into him. So, um, so yeah, these girls are going into war. The bell rings and Demi and Katie literally start beating the shit out like, of each other. <laughs> pummeling each other. You guys, this was so bad. <laughs> going they to hell they yeah. really did plus they just pissed that they're on this fucking group date so they're like yeah. if i'm gonna beat anyone or get some anger out i'm gonna do it right here in this ring Let's go. i know because all you're supposed to do is like sit around look pretty and drink non-stop yeah <laughs> and, you and share your time with colton with 10 other girls on the date it sucks <laughs> So mid fight, apparently katie like hit demi in the face so mm-hmm. demi's pissed she's trying to fight back 
And in the end, was somehow, she trying to fight back? That was her trying to fight back. That was her. Oh, she tiny. Oh she don't get but so much out. She's teeny tiny. <laughs> Jesus. So she's trying to fight back. She somehow ended mm-hmm. up on the ground. I couldn't tell if she got pushed by Katie or she fell or just threw herself on the ground and forfeited <laughs> fucking over this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was the date. Um, time for the little cocktail party. Sydney starts off saying her little confessional. I wasn't excited for today's date because these group dates kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> just being honest. She's mm-hmm. frigging over all of this. Of course. Colton pulls Tasia first. Mm-hmm. Miss Tasia here. Miss Tasia might win this thing, y'all. <laughs> she really might. She Tasia really might, might. Pull, come out with a W. So she says she um, this week has been very hard for her. And she's starting to get scared because she's, you know, been burned before. Remember, we have to mm-hmm. remember Tasia just went through a full-on divorce. Like recently. Year. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. not that long ago. Um, so she says to Colton, like, I just want you to have, you know, that curiosity about me too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just put like, put out there like that. I want to get to know you and like ask questions and all that stuff. And, and I so want Col- you to get to know me back. Right, not just because he's the bachelor, he's like on yeah. the hot seat all the time. But it's like I'm also a person evaluating your ass. Like you can ask me things too. So Colton says, you know, every time I'm around you, I want to know you better. Um, and he tells her like he appreciates their one on one because basically like he's never been in the situation where he's dated so many people, and everyone's kind of looking up to him as like the bachelor. Like he should know exactly what he's doing, and basically admits that he doesn't have a fucking clue what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So. It was a nice little, like, vulnerable, you know, moment for Colton, mm-hmm. I guess. Back at the girls, uh, Katie is, she just looks sick and tired. Mm. And is just tired and sick of looking sick and tired. Of being <laughs> sick and tired. Of being sick and tired. And she's just talking in her confessions about how terrible this week has been. Mm. Mainly just a lot of uncertainty and... Again, just sitting around on another group date, like not pro- not getting to progress in the way that she would want with Colton. Mm-hmm. So she sits finally to have her one-on-one with Colton. And she says to him that like her biggest fear of all of this is being misunderstood. Because particularly in this week, she's been very like blah, kind of monotone. And that's when she starts to cry because she's like, I wouldn't I would hate to go home with you thinking I didn't try. Because she's having, like, an yeah. off week, basically. Right, right. And this is as much emotion as she can let herself have, is to right. try to, like, self-soothe. <laughs> self-soothe, yeah. Because when you're on these oh group dates, it's exhausting. You have to be turned mm-hmm. on all the time. Yeah. And so you're going on your sixth group date, and it's like, <laughs> I don't have the energy for this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm stressed because you ain't giving me no damn validation. What the fuck am I doing here? Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, she's just kind of going through it. Colton reassures her. Um, I don't even know. He's, he was talking a lot of fluff and like made her laugh, basically. So they're yeah. back in good graces. Hannah B. My favorite. <laughs> Sporting another fuchsia outfit. That's fuchsia. Mm-hmm. That fuchsia is her color. Um, she has her little one-on-one time with Colton. She's being her usual annoying smiley self. Oh, my God. She's like, what are those dolls that are on strings? You know what I'm talking about? Marionette. Yes. The little marionette doll. That's mm-hmm. what she reminds me of. She's like always smiling and like jumping. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying I'm to get attention. Literally nothing of substance <laughs> ever. No, no. Talking? No, no. Talking. And this is not even me clowning her because y'all know I can't stand no. her ass. But like she literally <laughs> said nothing of substance during their one-on-one. I have nothing to report out. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, Sydney and Tasia mm-hmm. are off to the side talking. Sydney is upset and confused. She said Colton claims he's looking for a wife yet he keeps getting blinded by all the like cute little fun girls aka hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r she calls them the nice shiny things and literally as she's saying this her and Tasia look off into the distance and there's fucking Hannah B doing like (laughs) kung fu moves or something Mm -hmm. with Colton just like literally exactly what Sydney is talking about what Sydney's saying (laughs) yeah just uh, Hannah be just immature and just coming with nothing meanwhile Sydney's sitting here with all kinds of substance to her and Colton literally doesn't even see her amazing qualities a career that she left behind left behind in New York City to Mm -hmm. be there and And can get no play no Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. and she said he's she said quote he's looking around at all the nice shiny things but he's not looking at me Mm. sucks so Sydney finally has her one-on-one time with Colton, and she says she just comes like that out of hell, just very direct. Mm-hmm. Today was very hard for me. Last night I was super upset and emotional. I don't know 
I don't want to have this conversation with you on a group date, but this is the only time I get. So is there a reason you're not giving me a one-on-one? What am I missing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just flat out, just ask the questions that any person going on their sixth group date wants to know, like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Why am I not getting a one-on-one? So Colton gives his same blanket answer. Like mm. every relationship is different. And oh my God, this is not help anyone. <laughs> No. It's not making her feel any better. You're not answering her question. Exactly. Right. Oh, my God. I wish she would have said what I know she was thinking, which is mm. that she can't dumb herself down to be like one of these other mm. girls who's out mm-hmm. here not challenging him and, mm-hmm. you know, just saying whatever on the surface level that he can handle. Like, right. she's not going to do that because she's mm. the badass, Sydney the badass. Exactly. But, you know. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. it's just the bachelor whatever whatever <laughs> <laughs> so she flat out asks him like can you get there with me like do we mm-hmm. basically asking like do we actually have a shot like do i need right. to stay around what's the deal and he answers and says i'm trying <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Lame not. shit. laughs> oh, oh lord poor sydney got no validation mm-hmm. in that conversation mm-hmm. so, well she actually did she got validation for sydney for her exactly gave her all the answers yeah that's true gave her all the answers she needs to know for herself but not really for them yep so she says in her little confessional like i know he can see something in all of us but i don't understand how he can see Mm -hmm. it so easily in other people but not me like honestly this cast of women is like the worst cast to be in if you're like a sydney or an elise yeah because it's nothing, it's nothing, first of all, but pretty young blonde girls who don't actually make you feel insecure about yourself. No. You just feel ridiculous standing next to them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, right. She's not questioning herself or her worth. She's just no. questioning what the fuck she's doing here because right, he's blinded by these girls. They keep getting roses and one-on-one dates all the time. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. she's sitting here competing next to them at a rose ceremony and it's like... Wh- I know I'm ready for marriage. What is she? 22 years. She hasn't been kissed. What is going on? Colton, explain this madness because it's making oh no sense. God. And she knows. I think her and Elise both kind of broke that fourth wall in their head and knew that those girls would never date the same guy they would date in real life. Exactly. So they're probably exactly. like, you know what? If I bring this back down to earth, which I'm going to have to get to in another six weeks, mm-hmm. I would never date this guy who would no. date Hannah B. Right. Like, if he's going after no. her, then he, there's no way that this guy is for me. This, yeah, it's not going to work. She and I are completely different human beings. So Yeah. Yeah. Very frustrating. Um, Demi gets her little one-on-one time and she gets to call her mama who is home from oh, federal prison. Tina. <laughs> Tina. They have a little chit-chat with <laughs> Tina, who is reintegrating back into civilian life mm-hmm. um, after sermon time in the slammer. Um, back at the group, Sydney's pissed. She's <laughs> like <laughs> literally at the edge of her seat, just seething. She's looking yeah. around at Demi. She's looking at Hannah B, who's fooling around doing something dumb. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> she says it's clear. I think she named Demi and Hannah B, actually, and said it's clear that they're not ready for marriage. Yeah, um, and the camera definitely zoomed in on their faces. OD. Zoomed dead ass into the two of them. 
And she said, like, I want to be very clear with Colton that in order for him to find a wife, he needs to make some changes. If not, mm. I gotta go. So Sydney ends up grabbing Colton again. Mm-hmm. And she says to him flat out, like, I need more. And Colton says, you know, everyone says I'm the bachelor. I should have it all figured out, but I don't have it figured out. Like, he keeps doing this in this episode. Like, I'm the bachelor, yeah. but I don't know what I'm doing. Like, Right. He keeps as if that sort of insecurity is going to make the other girls feel more feel secure. Feel any better. No. <laughs> Makes me feel less secure that you're up here Way flailing and have no yeah. idea what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> Actually, coming into this shouldn't you know what you want what the fuck right it actually validates the fact that i should go home <laughs> yeah and actually you know what the fact that you have no idea what's going on i'm actually gonna leave now because you are making me feel so insecure and not safe in this situation thanks right. but no thanks um so sydney says to him now that this i love very coded speak mm-hmm. she says the choices you've been making you're taking easier choices. And if that's what you want, go for it. If it was right between you and I, then I think it would have been easier. But because of that, I need to go home. Mm. So the easier choices, the shiny mm-hmm. new things, like mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not naming Hannah B, Hannah G, Heather, all that stuff. But yeah. we know what you, we're picking up what you're putting down, Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We know what you we, we know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in this moment, she actually got my invite to the cookout. Me too, girl. Me oh, yeah. too. Why so? So, for me, I don't know how to speak in coded language. And she coded the fuck out of that whole sentence. How she said, <laughs> oh, it's the easier choices. And then when she said, if it was easier between me and you, it would have been right. Mm. Meaning, like, I'm just not the one for you. That's right. what she yeah. meant to say. Had I back to what you said before, had I dumbed myself down, then this would have been easy. Um, yeah. But it's not easy between us because I'm a challenge, so I'm gonna exit to the left. Yeah, because I'm self actualized and I want to get married. So, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave things. Um, and then just like any girl who rightfully sends herself home, as hard as that I would imagine that to be. Um, we'll always get my invite to the cookout because that's really mm-hmm. hard to do, and mm-hmm. you have to be very self-aware mm-hmm. and uh, confident yeah. to do something mm-hmm. like that. I what thought she you? went, I, I gave the invite to the cookout because I, I liked the way she exited. It was almost, mm-hmm. it was a lot kind of stronger in a way than Elise. Elise seemed kind of like she was crying. Well, she Elise was kind had of a teetering one-on-one. on the edge. Oh, that's true. Elise, Elise had a liked him. So she was definitely more invested. That's a good yeah. point, actually. Sydney, she was very clear. She was like, look, I'm a bomb-ass woman. Yeah. You've been sitting here wasting time with these little girls, giving them and all the attention. Right. And you know what? This ain't for me. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Good luck. Like, yeah. she just kind of was like, this is not, this is not working for either one of us. So. Right. Like, and literally, I, the Knicks are back waiting for me. What? Right. Like, <laughs> season's about to start. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> so, I also love her little warning. So, mm-hmm. as he walks her out. She says to him, this is really where she got my invite to the cookout, actually. She says to him, there's some amazing women in there. Find them. Don't be distracted by shiny things, especially now. Mm. Love the little, like, foreshadowing, little 
Drop a little right? hint. I feel like nuggets. a thunderclap should have came. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, to just punctuate what she said. You said, boom, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I love it. She knows her worth. She knows mm-hmm. the worth of some of the amazing women in the house. And she's yep. telling him, like, look, I'm leaving right now on the coattails of Elise. <laughs> I'm out. You're now left with even more shiny things in the house. But yeah. they're trickled in with some amazing ass woman. And you need to find some time to find them or else they're going to be exiting right behind me, too. And this is getting yep. ridiculous. So love to Sydney. Peace out to Sydney. Shout out to Sydney. Yeah, shout out to Sydney. Yeah. So Colton returns to the women, grabs the group date rose, and gives it to Tasia. Now, did you notice Hannah B's face when that happened? I tried not to. So she had her, her face was priceless. She had her usual perma smile, Mm -hmm. but she had like a shocked look in her eyes. Them (laughs) eyes, them eyes be telling it. They didn't be telling the truth on her. Mm. Yeah, she was looking at Tasia like, one, who the hell is Tasia is the way she was looking at her. Just like shocked, like who is this? Like she was so just like blown back by this other oh being God. who was getting yes. the group date rose and not her. But she had her yeah. same creepy ass pageant perma smile the whole time. I know, freaky. Yeah. Um. So Tasia gets the group date rose. Then Colton literally like chucks the deuces and walks off, like mm-hmm. pissed. The fact that Sydney just left, like another girl just exited, sent herself home, sent herself home. And gave him this like very ominous warning. Like, <laughs> very. there are some amazing women in the house. You must find them. Like, he's just like, I don't know what's going on. And he like got out of there. Um, the next day, time for Kirpa's date. Yeah. Kirpa starts off her date. She does a very slow run jump hug. Did you notice this? It, well, it was like she was in slow motion and the rest of us were watching it in real time. it was odd it's usually like very fast and like woohoo jump and they kiss yeah hers was like in slow motion and then they didn't kiss either so that's mad which made me wonder had they kissed before we haven't seen anything i don't know anything about kirpa um so yeah interesting awkward kind of start um but anyways they sit and they chat um sydney was kirpa's home girl so she kind of feels I mean, sad that she left, but then also it's kind of nervous because her and Sydney were kind of in the same boat in terms of their like level of relationship with Colton. They both mm-hmm. have gotten kind of like a slow start compared to the other girls. And yeah, the fact that she's in the same boat as Sydney is just making her nervous. Like she needs this one-on-one date to go well, essentially. Yeah. Um, first want to say Kirpa is gorgeous, by the way. So pretty. We've like finally got some like actual screen time and got to see her face (laughs) (laughs) rather than just like little side glimpses of her but she's so pretty she has beautiful eyes i love her like ear piercings Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. shout out to kirpa so great hair great hair color as well great hair and great hair color yes nice Mm -hmm. you know beautiful girl um colton says his little uh, voiceover you know, we've taken leaps and bounds every week, and I'm continually surprised by her. What leaps, leaps and, and what bounds? <laughs> Where? When? Which weeks? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen anything. Nothing. 
Kirpa, they treated Kirpa in the same way they treated Adam and Matt from Rachel's season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're hearing all these things out of the lead's mouth about how great they are and how strong their connection is, but literally as viewers, we've seen none of it. Nothing. Unless you are logging into bachelorabc.go and watching those deleted (laughs) scenes, scenes. you have never seen Kirpa. Kirpa at all. It's a damn shame. So for (coughs) for their date, they go snorkeling. And, you know, they're having fun. Colton's talking about how he wants to push this relationship to the next level and see where it can go. Yada, yada. Time for the nighttime portion of their date. Colton calls Kirpa like a slow and steady burn Mm -hmm. um, and says that there's like a lot brewing beneath the surface, a lot to learn about her. Has a slow and steady burn ever won? um, Yep. Catherine on Sean's season. Catherine. We didn't okay. see her until episode six. She came out of nowhere and, and won the whole damn <laughs> okay. thing and got two babies to speak for it and the yep. only fucking mm-hmm. couple still together. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's possible. Um, so, Colton asked Kirpa, so, you know, you've said to me previously that you've been engaged. Uh, hello? Uh, we really? didn't know none of this. <laughs> really? I'm so okay. glad she told you. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's news for us. We ain't no shit. (sighs) So Kirpa tells her story. So her, you know, previous fiance, they were actually together for eight years. And what's interesting is that he was also a virgin. He was saving himself for marriage. Wait, and they were together for eight years? For eight years. Wow. I mean, how old is she? Yes, they that's like our high school sweetheart kind of thing. Yeah, and then like through college and then after through college. Oof, yep. Kirpa. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Kirpa's ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. So right. she said that, you know, coming into the show, Colton being a virgin just like wasn't really a big deal for her at all because she had, you know, been there, done that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but she basically said they broke up because they just got so comfortable with each other that they weren't really growing. They were basically just like stagnant, like, you know homies it sounds like at, <laughs> at a certain point yeah um but because she's been engaged before she's saying like she takes this engagement very seriously because she doesn't want to end another engagement so right colton asks her you know can you see yourself getting engaged at the end of this and she says you know if we keep progressing in the way that we are then yes i can mm-hmm would have totally loved to know this stuff about kirpa like way earlier <laughs> right it's very annoying to learn these like very core things about someone like, and we're on episode like seven. Yeah. And about the reason... to go into hometowns in two weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like, we weren't mad about it with Tasia cause it was still early on and she didn't tell him already. Right. But this, the fact it seems that he like knew. they were trying to explain a backstory that happened. Right. Like, Footage that we the... didn't see. That we didn't see, yeah. Because mm-hmm. we've been getting dumb footage of the whole Kayla and B thing and went on dumb long. Right. Like, and him just rolling around with whoever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lord. So Colton grabs the date rose and gives her the date rose, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, told her, like, although our relationship is moved slower, it's our own pace. And I'm excited to see where things go. So she gets the group date rose, they leave, they go walk and, you know, kiss in the rain because this is The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Back at the house, little Miss Demi mm. in front of the mirror playing dress up. <laughs> <laughs> 
She got in some long Shirley Temple drop curls. Oh she going back God, to her first day of curls. school. Remember your first day of school, you get your little flat twist in the front, your little drop curls in the back. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And they seem like if she combed them out, they'd be like real big. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you know, oh whole God. big old first day of school hairdo. Yes. So she got her little drop curls in. She put on her little lip gloss. She's wearing a t-shirt, pink t-shirt and shorts. Oh. And it's a crop, isn't it a crop top too? I don't know. Demi, you are not helping yourself. You look like you're going to summer camp. Put on an outfit. Put on a full outfit. Oh my God. You already look young as hell. You ain't helping yourself at all. So she decides she's going to go pay Colton a little, you know, a little night visit. So she leaves Mm -hmm. their little resort, heads over to Colton's place. He opens the door. He's obviously shocked. She greets him with, hi, Coco. Mm. didn't know they were on nickname basis all yeah, right damn right <laughs> so demi says in her voiceover hopefully after tonight colton won't be a virgin anymore and she never said that exactly <laughs> together from literally every probably what are we on episode seven uh-huh that's that's enough there was a time she said virgin. There was a time she said anymore. There's a time she said <laughs> yes. won't be. Uh, and they just pieced all that shit together. Colton just... won't be a virgin anymore after tonight. Like, oh my God. so ridiculous. The what do they call it? Franken editing. They just pieced mm. that shit together. Um, typically, going to sneak in, like doing little nightcaps, after hours visits to the bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette's room. I feel like it's usually the way to go. It's usually the move. Yeah, see, I've never seen that because I've only seen Ari as The Bachelor where Jacqueline broke up with him and then Elise broke up with him mm-hmm. in this private little, like, one-on-one setting. Right, private little setting. There was, um, on Ben, not Ben Higgins, mm-hmm. Ugly Ben, Ben the wine guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was so annoyed that he was The Bachelor because oh he was literally just not attractive. Yeah, um, he wasn't cute. But on his season, infamously, the girl who won, Courtney, she was known for doing a secret little nightcap, and they went and went skinny dipping and allegedly, supposedly, had oh. sex in the ocean, and homegirl oh. won. So <laughs> there are times that these little I mean, secret nightcaps can actually, you know, pull out a W in the end. Man. Not not for Demi, but uh, no. not this wasn't the move for Demi, <laughs> Demi at all. <laughs> so Demi and Colton sit to have a chat. And she says, you know, I've been missing you. I just wanted to check in on you because I know you've had a rough week. And basically, she just lays it out to him, like, how strongly she's been feeling Mm -hmm. and excited by, you know, their relationship. And then Demi decides to drop the very strategic, I am falling in love with you. Mm. Hoping that she was going to secure a rose. Yeah. She ended up securing my Becky of the Week instead. (laughs) Oh, no. Now, y'all know I love me some Demi. I've been riding for Demi. Love, love her. But Demi, this was a bold-faced lie, and you know it. <laughs> you have not been on a one-on-one. You are not yeah. falling in love with anyone. <laughs> There's no way in hell. And Colton himself knows that. Hence why mm-hmm. he sent you home swiftly home. after you said this. Mm-hmm. She pulled a, she pulled a Jean Blanc from yes. Becca season. Yes, and you know I was thinking about that that oh that poetry <laughs> that just, damn poet that scammer <laughs> <laughs> she needed to learn you can't drop the i'm falling in love with you before you've been on a one-on-one date it's not gonna work all you're gonna yeah, do is no. freak out the person or they're mm-hmm. just gonna have a realization like oh wow my feelings are not there you need to leave yeah. right here in this moment 
And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Colton told her, like, I appreciate that, you know, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about us, and I just, you know what? I just don't know if I can get there. I don't what know if I nightmare. see us at the end. Right. You say to someone, they're falling in love with you. And then they say back, yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate but that. But you have to go home. But you need to leave right now. <laughs> oh my God. And he did the whole, like, I can't put you through a rose ceremony. Yeah. So right. I'm going right. to you know, need you to skedaddle. Mm-hmm. So Demi, she's obviously shocked and appalled. She had this whole little plan. You know, her and her little mm-hmm. producer cook this shit up in the in the confessional room. <laughs> yes. She gonna go in yeah, there and lay sure. that love you and secure the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. Um, nope. Not at all. So she, instead of going home, Colton walks her out. And she goes back to the little bungalow with the girls and she's crying and, you know, talking to them about her plan basically went awry. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, we hear her in the voiceover say... This is the story of my life. No one ever loves me back. Which, very dramatic, Demi. I can't. Very. You're also like 23. You're also you have plenty more love left. Mm. Yes. You have <laughs> many more chances, girl. You'll be okay. You'll and be also, okay. like, we'll see you on Paradise and you'll <laughs> find somebody else to, like, run amok with. <laughs> Sad to see Demi leave, you know? She was a producer pick I that know. just got extended very long yeah yeah yeah. i really liked having her on the show Uh she she added some uh some spice to the show Mm -hmm. but yes we see her leaving she's hopping down the stairs she had her little knapsack on her back (laughs) she did she literally had a knapsack on god and she had on those white sandals and i don't know Uh, how anyone else feels but a white shoe really just does it for me yeah I besides a white sneaker a white yeah a yeah white, white shoe, shoe like a, a white a sandal shoe. a white heel a white flat it's oh not. my god a white mule oh <laughs> a white mule no mm-hmm. no no i'll no. tell you later who's wearing white mule so i have to be forced to be around anyway oh, um yeah <laughs> oh, yeah demi girl them white shoes and they were like glowing in the dark i was like oh lord right demi <laughs> she had the shit little light up shoes you stomp three times the lights come <laughs> <laughs> Demi, that that parting outfit was just not. Yeah, she literally looked like she was it. going on a camping trip with her mm-hmm. Girl Scout crew or something. Anyway, it's time for the cocktail party. Now, Tasia, Kirpa, and Hannah G all have roses. Mm-hmm. Colton, now he's had a whirlwind of a week. People leaving. He sent at the top of the episode. He sent Anyeka and Nicole home. Yeah, and he basically he's like scared of making the wrong choice because and didn't Demi tell him. him like, oh, there's not the girls here for you? Yes, yeah, sorry. So or yes, something. Demi also gave a little cryptic like yeah, I don't know exactly what she said, but a little warning of like there's some girls who aren't ready for you. So that's mm-hmm. the so second said, person. Two warnings. <laughs> yes, now two. <laughs> so he's fucking like scared as shit as to what the hell's mm-hmm. going on in this house. So the ladies are all sitting around. They're waiting for the cocktail party. And then good old Chris Harrison walks into the room and obviously announces that there's not going to be a cocktail party. And they're going Mm -hmm. straight into the rose ceremony. So there's five girls who need roses. Only four roses to give out. Okay. Katie says, 
you know, although Demi left, there are still girls here who are still not ready. The camera mm-hmm. immediately flashes to <laughs> Hannah B and Cassie. Did you notice that? Yes. I thought it was odd that it went to Cassie. Yeah. They're throwing her in that loop too. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's just young and blonde, there's a bunch of them left. So yeah. They're, anytime mm-hmm. someone says not ready, the camera just can just flash to, you know, a plethora of women. <laughs> So first rose goes to good old Hannah B. Why? I don't understand. You know what? Now that I think about it, if the first rose went to Hannah B and I was Katie, I might have just left. (laughs) Just took your heels off in that moment and just shuffled down past Colton and straight into the suburban. I'm not going to let you eliminate me. Right. That's a good point. (laughs) Like, I'm not doing this. This is just preposterous. Mm-hmm. I have got to go. Oof, First no. rose. Anyway, to continue. Anyway. Yes. Next rose goes to Caitlin. Third mm-hmm. rose goes to Cassie. Now the final rose comes down to Katie or Heather. Heather, Miss 22, she's now been kissed. Final rose... <laughs> Final rose goes to Heather. And did anyone see what Heather had on? What she have on? She had on a one sleeve, but it was a long sleeve, like ribbed crop top and a matching white skirt. And they were both like, like. eggshell. They weren't quite white. I was very upset with that outfit. I was just like, girl, what <laughs> you got on? <laughs> That should be another segment that we do on here. What we what you got what on? What you got on? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Heather, oh, her little God. white outfit grabs the last <laughs> rose. I literally screamed. I was just like, "Wow, really? Yeah. This is what we do in Colton? This is what mm-hmm. we're doing? We're sending home Katie over Heather. Heather, and you, you were questioning Heather. who's here for you and for the right reasons right. and who's ready, Heather." It, it, and, like, not even for the right reasons. You really think that Heather is better for you as a life partner, partner. than Katie? He ain't looking for a life partner. He's looking for a girlfriend. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why. He don't know what the hell a life partner means. If that's the case, then he wouldn't be picking people <laughs> like Heather, who has never even been in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. So Colton walks Katie out. She's obviously, like, a bit surprised and upset. But then she says to him, she's like, you know what? I knew. I could tell by your body language during our last one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Which just totally sucks that she didn't get a one-on-one date. I know. And it, was, it just sucks even more because she even said in her one-on-one time, like, I don't want you to, I don't want to go home without you thinking I didn't try. Didn't Because she had an off yeah. week. And lo and behold, she goes, off, she goes home in her one little off week. It fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also sucks that we didn't get to see a one-on-one with Katie because I felt like since she got one of the first kisses on the first night i always thought she was kind of like i don't say a front runner but like someone that he would have been potentially interested in five right and now we get no footage of a one-on-one we don't get to see what their relationship could have been Mm -mm, because the gimmicks are still here yes and what's so annoying all we see is his relationships with like heather hannah hannah cassie who all look the same frankly and their relationships are at the same level of depth like these girls aren't Mm -hmm. wowing me with personality and backstory and anything 
Nope. And so his relationship with all four of those girls feel and look the same. I don't... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't even know how... He, he's confused. You know why he's confused? Because they all feel and look the same. He's having a hard time kind of distinct... Like making yeah. a distinction between which girl is better for him because they all feel the same to him. The same. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. Anyway, so Colton, you know, he his reply to her, because she said, like, I can sense by your energy um, yesterday, saying, you know... There's, there was more to get out of you that I just didn't get, which I don't know if he was trying to put the blame on her or yeah, I'm not sure what the hell that was. Is that saying like, oh, we, we just like didn't get time? I didn't like the way he put that. Like whose yeah. fault is that? That you can get what you can get. Right. But yours. That sounds like some time management skills. Colson. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or you should have gave her a damn one-on-one instead of spending all yep. your one-on-ones on every damn girl in the house who looks and is exactly the same person. <laughs> Ugh. So then, Katie, as she's leaving, mm-hmm. another ominous message from Colton. <laughs> she looks at him and says, I know who's ready in there. And there's some girls who aren't ready. Like, again, all again. these girls are just leaving, dropping hints, dropping mm-hmm. little nuggets of wisdom for him mm-hmm. and she packs up and leaves in the suburban sad to see katie go bye girl Very. and colton says in his interview so he's doing an interview with the producer and he's like that's the third mm-hmm. person who said that there's girls in there who aren't ready he said when sydney said it i thought she meant demi mm-hmm. then i sent home demi and she said it and now katie and he looks at the producer and he's like what am i missing am i missing something this is where Colton got my Becky of the week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Great moment. I yes. cannot believe that he can't see. I, I, or I can't believe he's willing to make himself look this stupid on TV. This dumb. You really <laughs> acting like you don't see my dude. Are you serious? Because the fact that you have that giraffe in there who is still in high school. <laughs> telling you that she is ready for marriage before she kissed you or anybody else <laughs> and you're saying i don't know who could be in there who's not right for me <laughs> my guy oh my god after you were literally rolling around in a mud bath with the other ones like mm-hmm. you can't you oh, can't be saying god. this am i missing it's just, something it makes sense. it's just yeah you are Yes, indeed you are, sir. Mm-hmm. You are missing something. Your common sense is what you're missing. Your common sense, discernment, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, wisdom, <laughs> intuition. It's all gone. All gone. Oh, I my can't. God. I can't. So Colton, he goes back to the... So after Katie gives him this message, mm-hmm. he goes back to the girls and does what he does, gathers them all around. So Katie... Is the third person <laughs> to tell me oh <laughs> verbatim <laughs> there are girls here who aren't ready. Oh <laughs> word for word delivers what she said. <laughs> Classic Colton. He yeah. loves just throwing somebody up the river. Just like throwing so somebody under said. the bus. So what she has said, and she's the third person to tell me. So now all the girls know that Demi oh threw their God. ass under the bus, and then Sydney said some shit. So he drops down on the girls and tells them, like, that scares me that there's girls here who aren't ready. And all the girls are looking mm-hmm. around like, oh, my God, who's he talking about? Like, what? Mm-hmm. So now Tasia says in her confessional 
Colton wants someone to spill the tea. Mm-hmm. Was she implying that there's like tea to be spilled? Oh yeah, because I'm sure there are girls there who have like full journals with social media strategies, like waiting to. They're like swapping right. notes, and they're, they're like, not. Oh, yeah, they're very young. They ain't the brightest, so they're probably saying all this shit to each other. So Tasia <laughs> has the dirt. Like there's yeah. definitely dirt on somebody, somebody's in the house. Mm-hmm. So she implied that there was some tea that needed to be spilled. And then yeah. at the end, I don't know if you caught this, her and Kirpa seem to be kind of like chummy. Yeah. Like they're trying like, to. It's going to be us two at the end. Yeah. She was like, let's like, take this what? thing, girl. Watch. It's going to be the us two at the end. I was like, ooh. So y'all about to throw somebody under the bus, spill all the tea, and then just like <laughs> skip along to the finale. I love that. Be you too? Those are two. <laughs> I would die. I oh would my God, love it. Two minority. Oh my God. Oh I would my lose God. It. I, I, yeah, I don't even, I can't even picture that future because that just seems so, like, what? But yeah, honestly, it seems so unattainable. It seems so unattainable, but Tasia, she's really a front yeah. runner. I would mm-hmm. really think so. Kirpa, we just got to learn her today, but there's something there. He she said might. she's a slow yeah. burn, so she mm-hmm. could be the dark horse that comes and does something. Um, we'll have to see. But that was the episode, my friend. That was it. That was it. So we did get a preview. We got a full preview for the remainder of the season. Mm-hmm. So next week, we got a footage. Colton, he's coming down the stairs. He's looking pissed. He looks at the camera, pushes the camera out the way. Mm-hmm. Then we have Colton saying, I feel more confused than ever. I'm headed into hometowns and I have no clue what I'm doing. Because this man wants to oh go my. home as well. <laughs> he also wants to send himself in a suburban and go and home. Go home. Oh my god. Uh, uh, he wants to quit. He does not. Uh, Colton don't know what the hell is going on. Because uh-uh. this is when it gets really hard. This is the moment, yeah. Around this middle yeah. part, part, part of the season, mm-hmm. heading into hometowns is where it definitely gets difficult. But when you're him, where you have four girls who are literally clones of each other, it's hard <laughs> to pick one. You had multiple girls who were boss ass bitches who left. Yeah. And then you just you yourself came in here not knowing what the fuck you want. You're of course you're confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, we get more footage of Colton crying, saying I don't deserve to be anybody's backup plan. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> that makes me feel that makes me feel or predict as if a piece of tea is coming out on somebody about a girl who yeah. maybe has a boyfriend back home. Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that is going to potentially come out. Mm-hmm. And then we finally, oh finally get Colton jumping the fence. It's happening, mm, guys, next week. <laughs> Running into the dark abyss out of ABC <laughs> Network's cameras and straight home to Colorado because he's right done. Back to Colorado. <laughs> Cannot wait. We finally get the jump in the fence. See you next week. Um, then we get more footage. Chris Harrison saying, up until now, nobody knew the truth. Again, something huge is about to drop on one of these girls, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. We see Cassie getting driven away in the SUV crying. Yeah, yo. What is that's that? wild. Cassie that's looks crazy. like she's going home. Home, yeah. Which is just, I don't, I yeah, maybe she's the girl that we got the tea on. I don't know, because how the hell is oh, Cassie going? Maybe. Isn't she like the number one seed right now? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. yeah. We see Hannah B walking alone in darkness. You know, doing what she does. <laughs> we 
<laughs> which is like weird shit. Mm-hmm. then we get a little bit more of like an uplifting preview for the rest of the season we see colton skydiving with tasia we get mm-hmm. lots of footage of tasia actually mm-hmm. we get lots of footage of caitlin so i feel like she's gonna Love. be around as well mm-hmm. we get hannah b meeting colton's parents how that but better be what? next week that better be better a be. weird date next week where she gets to meet the parents because i can't yeah. bear to listen to her any longer <laughs> Or bear to see her or listen to her on a hometown with Colt. Like, going home with Colt. Like, I can't. Mm -mm. I can't even. I'm done with her. Mm -mm. We get Tasia saying, I'm in love with Colton. Mm -hmm. We get Colton saying, I'm headed into fantasy. I'm headed into fantasy suites with someone I'm falling in love with. Who's that? Which is everyone. Okay. Right. And then we get that infamous footage of Colton standing beside this beautiful castle with mm-hmm. a ring box and saying, I'm getting down on one knee and asking her to be my wife. Yeah, he said that, but you know I think there's a <laughs> necklace or a bracelet in there. <laughs> yes, I know he said it's that. a friendship bracelet, okay? Oh, God. A little brooch, <laughs> a friendship brooch. <laughs> Not a brooch! <laughs> Yo, I would stab him in the eye if he gave me a brooch. Oh, a brooch. Oh, but it looks God. like he might potentially get down on one knee for somebody. We'll see. And that was the episode, friends. That was it. it. We'll be back next week for the fence jumping episode. That's the one we've all (laughs) been waiting for. What the hell is going to send Colton jumping over this big ass hurling over a fence, (laughs) running away from cameras. I cannot wait to see what the hell that's about to be. So excited. Cannot wait. Um, But as always, please rate, review, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Hit us up on Twitter. Our handle's the number two, BLK. Girls, the number one, Rose. And you can email us at the number two, blackgirls, the number one, Rose, at gmail.com. Yep. And hit us up on Twitter. Tag us in your story. You're listening to us right now. If you like the episode, screenshot it. Put it in your story. Tell the world Mm -hmm. that we exist. Um, And we'll be back next week. See you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 